be humble and don't try to be defensive about it forgiveness has been shown to elevate mood enhance optimism and guard against anger stress anxiety and depression therapy i know y'all are tired of hearing it bro i'm tired of therapy Hello everyone, my name is Moya. Hi, my name is Tosa and we're the host of Fees in a Podcast, where we have everyday conversations about navigating adulthood, prioritizing community, and wellness. Ready? Ready! Hey everyone, Hi welcome everyone. back to it. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Guys, I was not re- ready to hit record. Oh so. my gosh. <laughs> I'm a little caught off guard. Wow. I love the chaotic intro, but welcome back everyone to another episode of Peas in a Podcast. Episode 12. Episode 12. That is wild to me because like... It doesn't. I felt like after three, I was like, yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. For you, babe. Okay. We're already singing too early. But welcome back, everyone. Today, we will be talking about friendship makeups, um, forgiveness, second chances, and letting go. So mm. sort of like a part two to our episode 10 on friendship breakups. Um, so if you haven't listened to that, make sure to definitely tune in. But um, some of the things that we'll be covering today just includes if we believe in second chances, um, sharing some of our experiences in terms of friendship breakups, then turning into friendship makeups, um, what led to that, how like our journey um, to forgiveness and reconciliation, and also what we've just learned, what are biggest lessons and advice that we would give to anyone seeking to initiate a friendship makeup. But before we go into all of that, how was your week, Tosan? Um, my week was good. It was hot. Oh, I don't lovely. Know, <laughs> I don't know if wherever you guys are listening from, but we're currently recording this and we currently live in Toronto. And I don't know if the devil just opened the gates of hell. No. Because this week... I know some of you love summer. You, this week has just been disgusting. This and my condo <laughs> doesn't have the AC on yet. Same so here. So I've been sleeping in heat, and I hate it. I hate it so much. We're recording this in like mid of April, and there's this one week where it's been really warm, but warm is not the word. I, no, it's war- like it's g- really hot. Yesterday it was s- almost thirty degrees. Yes. <laughs> what are you excited? Because there's sunshine and happiness, and there's no cold, and I'm very glad. Um, but it's yeah, not for me, it's not my cup of tea. Uh, anyway, it is my cup of tea. But yeah, aside from another week, nothing really happened. Work, mm. um, literally, was just work and life in general, like just mundane things. Nothing crazy has happened since the last time I recorded. Um, but how are you, Moyo? Very excited about the. Summer about you guys need to warmth. see the stupid grin on her face. She's smiling ear to ear. No, you don't get it because I've been heat. like, I don't even think it's like summer activities particularly that mix. I'm just excited not to be cold because I get cold really quickly. I'm just glad that winter 
is really gone. I'm like, it's finally leaving. And um, nothing really. I feel very exhausted, like, physically. Because mm. I've been going into the office. Or I went into the office, like, three times this week. Which is, like... I know it could be like nothing to other people because people go like, I'm giving but you I know eye. five days, six <laughs> days a week. And here I am complaining about three days, but like I, I felt the toll on my body. Um, and I've also been watching Love is Blind. I am so like, I love trashy TV, reality TV. I honestly don't get it. I really do get it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> like yeah, I get it. I, it's just like a time waster and like, yeah, I enjoy it. But yeah, um, so before we get into, you know, just the meat of this conversation, we did want to shout out someone from Instagram. Yes, yeah, so we definitely wanted to do comments of the week. It's mm-hmm. going to be a routine now. Yes. Um, so if, just to let you know that we're not just talking to, talking at you guys like it's a conversation like we said your comments don't go unnoticed mm-hmm. um and so we're definitely doing the comment of the week so Moya, tell us who's the comment of the week comment this week. of this week goes to miss kuromi miss underscore kuromi she said um it's more painful than relationship breakups so we posted um something on our instagram so if you're not following us on instagram Follow us at peasinapodcast.tm. But we posted a meme of Michael B. Jordan where, you know, we wrote when you remember that one friendship breakup and he's basically like almost crying. But um, yeah, we just really relate to that comment because I do think friendship breakups hurt a bit more than relationship breakups or could hurt more than relationship breakups. And I think it's really relatable. Well, thank you for leaving a comment. We appreciate it. We love you guys so Mm -hmm. much. Um, we love the small community that we have and this growing community. It is growing. So please keep li- leaving a comment. We see them and hopefully we continue to shout out some of our favorite comments in the co- um, coming episode. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so let's get into friendship makeups, second chances Girl. and all the fun stuff. So, I would just give a brief definition for forgiveness and reconciliation. And let's guess where this definition is from. <laughs> Moya, where did you get this definition from? Psychology today. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should ask Moya, why are you always on that website? Good question. Is there something... Mm. <laughs> forgiveness, okay. What is forgiveness? It is the release of anger or resentment. Forgiveness has been shown to elevate mood, enhance optimism, and guard against anger, stress, anxiety, and depression. I found that really interesting because I'm like, okay, so there are positives to forgiving people. And then... Do you think there was no positive to forgiving people? You know, some people are like, no, I don't want to forgive. Like, you're forgiving the person for the... Like, just to remove the guilt from the oh. other person versus, like, for your own good. For your own good. Other yeah. people don't okay. see that, so... Yeah. So you can see that from definition and like some of the benefits. And then reconciliation is um, the restoration of friendly relationships. Mm. So really easy, really simple. And forgiveness, I think what stood out to me was just like the release of anger because I just did not see that way. Mm. (laughs) Um, But now that we have that definition down, do you believe in second chances and if you do or if you don't, can you tell us why? Um, yes. 
I don't even know why I pretended like I was thinking about that. <laughs> yes, I believe in second chances. I definitely believe in second chances. But mm-hmm. there's caviar to this. Yeah. With discretion. Mm. Um, I feel like the reason why I believe in second chances is also, it's a little selfish. Okay. Because I believe in giving people second chances because I want to be able to receive second chances. Mm. Um, so... Is dish out what you want to take in. I mean, they do <laughs> say treat people the way you want to be treated, innit? Yeah. It? So, so makes sense. Um, but not only because of that, because also I want to be able to get second chances from people. So if I'm expecting a certain treatment, I should be able to treat other people like that. Yeah. But I also believe, I truly, truly believe that people change. And I believe that people learn from their mistakes. Not mm-hmm. all people. Yeah. But people learn from their mistakes. People change. Um, and it would be quite unfair mm-hmm. to not let people grow in that way yeah. um, and not give them the room and space to grow from mistakes um, and learn from their mistakes. So that's what I believe in second chances. Fair. Um, okay. Do you believe in second chances? Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, okay. um, and just a disclaimer, guys. When we were preparing for this episode, I kept saying second choices. So <laughs> if I do say second choice at any point, just know she that I mean second, second chance. I don't know why. I think my subconscious is just doing something to me right now. But I do believe in second chances. I think of like... the. T- Did you ever watch like tel- telenovelas growing up? No, not really. In Nige, like I used to watch a lot. There used of my to be sister. one channel, like this. I forgot. Yeah, I can't remember, was. but like, I rem- and it will be dubbed, so you can see that they're speaking Spanish. Mm. But like, it, you're, we're hearing it in English. Um, but I remember one second chance where this Why one does this sound familiar because it was like the in telenovela. If you remember what I'm talking about, anyone listening, like you know, <laughs> um, that sounds so familiar. There was like Paloma and Diego. Those yes. names sound so familiar. Because they were the stuff back back in the Maybe day. Maybe I blocked it out of my memory. Uh, no, it's in my own memory. <laughs> but that came up to me. Like, I, they had, like, one person, I think, who had reincarnated as, like, a really hot guy. Like, this really old man came back as, like... You know how, like, they paint Jesus as this, this white person? This sounds so familiar. Yeah. But I don't know why that came up when I thought about Second Chance. Like, that was the first thing. And then I'm also um, watching Love is Blind, right? So, and, like, Perfect Match and all those, like, trashy TVs, um, TV shows. And they would basically be in a spot where they have to, like, go and ask the other person that they, like, let go off of for, like, a second chance, mm. basically. Um, but, yeah, I do believe in second chances. I think people... I think with reason, within reason, I feel like if the person was sort of like abusive, I would be less, I would be very hesitant to give the person a second chance. Mm. Um, And I also think if I don't want to lose control of the situation, I will not give the person a second chance. And if I don't want to risk it again, like I think, yeah, you can change, but don't try and test, use me as a tester, like Mm. go on. Try and test someone else. Go and try with someone else. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also just believe that people do make mistakes. And I also would want a second chance if I were in a situation where I want a second chance. Mm. So, yeah, I do. I do think second chances are possible. Hmm. The only thing, though, is like sometimes (laughs) 
this is just random and this just randomly came to my head. Okay. But sometimes it's like I definitely believe that in some certain situations it yeah. should never be an option eh? for a second chance. <laughs> Even if you do change. Interesting. But like because I feel like there's there are some people like imagine and guys this is so extreme. Give me the example. Imagine someone like murdered ah like a huge group of people. Hmm. With someone's family members, not my own, but Oof. someone's family members included, and then this is why I'm not Jesus, Sha. Try because Jesus, <laughs> don't, don't try, try me. me. Yeah, because yeah. and if they do all that and they actually go through severe like change mm-hmm. and like repentance, and like you can actually see in the action that this person has changed. Yeah. Good for you, but not good for me. <laughs> like, honestly, I believe, like, in situations like that, there's never an option for a second chance. See, that I said, go and test with someone else. Yeah, really go and test with someone else. But um, after discussing all of that and saying that we do believe in second chances, and especially because our last couple episodes was about friendship breakups and we're focusing on talking about, like, Makeup. Do you feel like you've had any specific breakup that has made a turnaround where, like, you experienced forgiveness, reconciliation, and you gave the person, like, a second chance? And if you did, why were you open to a second chance? What led to that? What did that journey look like for you? Or if not, like, what was that like, too? I think, like, I've definitely had friendship breakups where... I wasn't open to a second chance, mm. but I don't think I've had a friendship breakup where like it's turned into a friendship makeup because I don't think there was a friendship breakup. Um, it was more of like friction between our, like within our friendship and mm. our relationship. So wait, so just so I'm understanding what you're saying. You said, you're saying that you've not had a breakup, like an actual complete severing breakup that's turned back to a makeup, but you've had frictions that have now changed into, like, having to find, like, reconciliation and yeah. for, like, different, like, small Yeah, yeah. So the official breakups, I don't think I've rekindled any of them. Shy, my memory. Some people might think it. we're good or, like, there was no even friendship breakup to begin with. But mm. for me, I think there are all the friendship, like, official friendship breakups. I don't think there's been any rekindling of mm. anything. Um, so I'll just go into, like, not going into a lot of details, but with examples of just where I've had friction and just like we kind of fell out for a bit and then came back to rebuilding. I'll share that. So a friend of mine who is in my close circle, we just, I feel like we just stopped talking for like a year. Was there a specific reason? I don't think it was even a year or maybe it was like, a couple of months, basically. Mm. And if I consider this person a close friend, like, and you've not talked to me in six months, in a month, Seth, in two weeks, I would be confused. Like, but then at the same time, this was during the pandemic. So I felt like I just kind of gave people grace and also was trying to give myself grace saying that mm. it's pandemic. Everyone is like messed up from what's going on, the, going on in the world. And like, I didn't want to, it felt weird. I felt like I didn't know how to like, reach out Mm. without feeling anxious about reaching out, not knowing what to say. 
and also just being like incapable of helping the person. So I think my um, my thought process was to just not be in that person's life as mm. frequent or as present I, as I wanted to be. And so I was like, well, this person didn't reach out to me either. So maybe like, do we're me, like, yeah, like we're good in, in like group settings, but not like our friendship as our one-on-one friendship has like been severed. Right. Mm. So, um, and then I think I like sent a message during our birthday and then she had like responded back. I don't even know why I sent a um, message, but I think I talked about our friendship and how like I appreciated her and all of that. But she basically called me out on it and was like, yeah, you've not, like we had a call mm. afterwards and it's just like, yeah, I just felt like you didn't care for me mm. and all of that. And I, it was hard to hear because my first reaction was just to be defensive. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Like you did not call me either. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like, well, I know that I know more context that she was going through stuff and I wasn't as present as I would have wanted to, even mm. if I would be like, Oh, I'm a self-proclaimed great friend. Like that one, I feel like I dropped the ball. Like I've dropped the ball <laughs> a couple of times, but with her, she called me out and it was a really humbling experience to just be like, okay, Moya, you messed up here. And like, just sort of looking at myself in the mirror saying, you did something that wasn't the greatest. So how do you want to like, and that's not who I want to be. Mm. So how do I move forward from that? Cause now damage has been done. So how, how can we move forward? So it was just a time of like relearning how I could be a friend to her. Mm. Cause the time passed and I felt like, there were parts of her like growing up and just like identity formation that I missed out on. So there are so many things that we used to believe in together and like it's changed. And so I was just very confused. And so I was just like letting her know that, okay, I don't know how to, like, these are things that I like I'm just getting used to all of this and mm. you need to be patient with me. And she too was like, yeah, no problem. So I think, Basically, when you want to, like, make up and ensure that you're putting that person back in your life, yeah. because they've been gone from from your life for so long, um, you sort of have to incorporate ways on how you have to include them in your life back yeah. and your routine as well. Because, you like, if you're not talking to this person for, like, six months, I put, like, reminders, like, call XYZ today. Mm. And it's not just, like, a to-do list. It's, like, so I remember because i i feel like i have life, a terrible memory life gets busy yeah too, so just like having reminders saying that check up on this person so yeah that was hard how long do, would you say the like entire healing and like reconciliation process like take you think it took a long while do you think i you... think it took like like basically the amount that we were apart for like six to like a year six mm. months to a year and then sometimes I feel like there's even some friction sometimes, but very minimal. Mm. Um, and like our communication has gotten way stronger and better. And I mm. think we're like better friends than before the friction happened. So, um, yeah, like, yeah, friendships are weird, man. Who, I, I guess you already kind of said that because like you said you had a call and then she kind of called yeah. you out. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was like when you talk about like i know one of the questions we wanted to talk about was like factors that led to the reconciliation mm-hmm. what was the almost defining moment in that call 
that made you feel like because someone could have heard all of that and be like, Why are you calling me out? Like this is bullshit yeah. and I'm also not interested in this anymore. But but what was the reason why you were like, actually I'm going to reflect on this and I'm going to put in the work mm-hmm. to build this friendship because you could have also just left it there. Yeah. I think it was just the fact that like I also felt um like personally I felt like I dropped the ball oh, okay. but I didn't know how to communicate that mm. anyway. So when she called me out I felt like it was easier to just be in like a place of like hey give me another chance. Yeah. Mm. Um because I think a lot of people probably don't reach out because of pride. Yeah. And they don't want rejection. Yeah. But it's like, if she's calling me out, maybe she wants to, like, fix things, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, it seems like she wants to fix things. But at the same time, I also felt like she <laughs> didn't like me. So I was like, okay, if, you, if you're not ashamed that you like me, I don't want to ask for a second chance. Because there's a huge, huge chance that you might say no, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, So it was almost like she extended that olive branch and I was like, I- I'm going to take it. She said, oh, grab it. And grab it. My po- jig it rather than like saying, oh yeah, <laughs> you see the entire tree. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think that was just like the point, like I had it at the back of my mind that like I dropped the ball. So I was, I was like, oh, if she does reach out, of course. Mm. Um, yeah. Cause in my head I was just like, well, let me just love this person from a distance. But I knew that that I didn't want to love that person from a distance. I wanted to be in their life, um, like actively and all of that. But yeah. And then in terms of just places where I did not give a second chance, I, I think a lot of people have the misconception that you have to have the person in your life to forgive them and like let go and all of that. But I don't think that's necessarily true. Mm. I think there could be forgiveness um, when the damage has been done, because Mm. like, like we mentioned in the beginning, forgiveness is about releasing anger. And even before I started recording, we're like, there's some wounds that even like physical wounds on your body, you have the scars still there, but they are like healed, right? Mm. But the stitching, everything, you can tell that something has been marked on your body. Mm. So I think it's the same when it comes to like just life experiences. There are some hurts that we will carry with ourselves. So I think that's why we don't have to, you know, actively give people second chances, especially if you don't want to risk being hurt again. Mm. Um, but I think the healing process for me, for that particular experience where I didn't give a second chance was very like all over the place. Like I had to really come to terms with what the person had done and just look at the actions for what they were rather than what I wanted it to be or make excuses for them. Um, and I also had to like stop blaming myself because this one is more of like a personal thing of like, just me saying, oh, yeah, I made this happen. It was my fault that this person acted this way. But to just really forgive myself and be like, it's it's not my fault. I didn't force person to do that particular thing. Um, yeah, and creating and enforcing boundaries. Because creating boundaries and enforcing two completely Who did different I hear things. That from this week? FK from I said what I said. Yes, Shout FK, out to I said. Yes. Wow. She was like. You not only have to create your boundaries, get put into action. but you have to let the people know that crossing these boundaries comes with consequences. Yeah, and you have to enforce those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Cause like, 
I think a lot of people just say boundaries, boundaries, and I used to be one of them. I'm still kind of one of them. Like, we'll like have your boundaries, but if you don't, if you're not use like utilizing those boundaries and like enforcing them, there's no point for not mm. implementing them. So I think that was really, and it's also hard to implement boundaries just Very in hard. my experience. So, um, and I also think what helped in terms of healing from that person was just if you ruminate over thoughts and like overthink what could have been, um, if I'd like accepted the second chance or like accepted that friendship back in my life, I think writing it out, journaling, writing what you would have said to the person if you had that conversation, mm. like no filter, just say whatever regardless of how you think they might react because they're not there to react. So just say everything you could in that, um, yeah, in the letter. So, but don't send the letter to the person because <laughs> it's just for you and, you, you and yourself alone. Before we go on, mm-hmm. this is just a quick reminder. If you're listening right now, are you not feeling the vibes? <laughs> so why are you not following us? Please. Why are you not Tell subscribed? Tell us why. Why are you not subscribed? We're everywhere. Well, Apple and Spotify. Well, just but <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll send me everywhere. Don't worry. Yeah. So please, 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 um, follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Peace in the Podcast. You see our beautiful faces mm-hmm. on a green background. Yep. Um, you want to follow us not only because I know you can just search us up and listen to the podcast, but you want to be aware of when we're releasing new episodes. Yes. So please do that. Follow us on Instagram at um, Peace in the Podcast underscore TM. Um, dot tm dot tm mm-hmm. oh please and <laughs> dot tm um i always mix it with the twitter yeah uh, but please and podcast dot tm we always are um more active on there and like we said we're doing comments of the week and that's where we'll be getting our comments of the week so you want to be engaging with us on there so yeah i just wanted to give you a reminder and we are moving on to the rest of the episode i have rambled on what about you have you had like friendship breakups that have led to makeups um i find it interesting because i do agree with a lot of the things that you have said um i've definitely experienced like reconciliation and makeups Mm -hmm. um the only thing though is like it's very there are varying ways that presents in my life okay because i feel like also sometimes when you think of friendship makeup it's like we've worked on this and now we are back the way we were. Yeah. And I've had reconciliation and makeup that looks like that where it's like not only are we back where we were after this makeup, we're even stronger in our relationship than mm-hmm. ever. But I've also had things that I was to consider makeup and reconciliation where we are still friendly, but our relationship looks very different yeah. than what it was. And coming to the acknowledgement like accepting that it's never gonna be the way it was again yeah um and this form of friendship is still valuable yeah um but it's not gonna be what it was again so i've definitely experienced um definitely given i've given second chances Mm -hmm. i've received second chances but i've also not given second chances Mm. i've also not received second chances from some people so it's like i've had varying um experiences all the times where i did give a second chance mm-hmm. um i think the major thing for me first was analyzing how much damage has been done mm. because i feel like because we're talking about like what makes you open to giving a second chance yeah. i feel like the first thing is also analyzing how much damage has been done because 
if I just and which is why we're talking about discretion and like yeah does this person deserve it yeah and the amount of hurt that they have given me I'm I able to overcome it yeah and not only overcome it but overcome it and still continuously have this reminder in my mm-hmm. life of where these scars came yeah. from yeah because um, like there's a risk that that there's a huge risk that person could do it again. again. Yeah, that's why. Like I was reading an article that talked about how she would never <laughs> give people second chances, <laughs> and she was like, "If I fool me once, <laughs> and then fool me twice, I'm a fool." Yeah. Or what she would say. I butchered that, but she basically said she, I've trusted you once, and to trust you again is um self disrespect. And I was like, wow. So yeah. So, but yeah, so, but when I was thinking about this episode, it was very interesting because the rational Tosan mm-hmm. is who is giving this advice, saying, analyze how much damage has been done. Yeah. Um, but the self-destructive Tosan, <laughs> the self-destructive Tosan, sometimes I hide under this guise of, I'm a tough girl. And so sometimes I give second chances because I feel like, I've not reached my limit of how much I can take. Like, I can take it. Oh. <laughs> I, I see that. Not with you, but just in general. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I can, I can take it. Like, oh, that was just a soft blow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this person just gave this white light here. And, like, it made me feel kind of way. That was just a soft blow. Like, I can take more. And I think it's this f- false sense of, like, I don't know what I would call it. Like, heroism or, like, feeling like. Um, you can save them. Not save them, but like, I have high tolerance for pain and liars. Can you let me finish my (laughs) sentence? Not for pain and lies, but I feel like I have high tolerance for like. It's almost like, and I don't want to use this word on myself because I don't think I fall under this word. I'm trying to. I I don't feel like I don't think I fall under this word, but that's the only thing that's in my head. Okay. Right now, it's like if no one else will be able to. Show them love. Oh, and like almost the savior complex. To be honest, that's literally that I said. Save them, and that is my self-destructive like behavior. And I feel like that comes from a lot of, especially one. And this maybe it's a conversation that we'll have a different thing. I think I being an it. older yeah, daughter, that's what I was about to say. I was like, yeah, this is giving elder daughter. Being an older daughter, you feel like you have to compromise so much. Mm. You have to be there for people. It's like, oh, let's say someone was going through something. Yeah. And when they were going through something, they neglected me. Or like, for example, when I shared in our friendship breakup episode where like a friend just ghosted me for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the reasons why she ghosted me was because she was going through something. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I now tell myself that... Now that you know that she did that because she was going through something, yeah. how would you know that your friend is going through something so tough and just leave them behind? And it's mm. such a toxic mentality because no matter what you are going through, life is tough, but you can acknowledge that somebody is going through something yeah. and they cannot give you, they don't have the capacity to give you what you need from friendship. And acknowledge that and empathize with that, but also make the decision that you don't want that friendship anymore. Yeah. And I feel like in my head, it doesn't click. Yeah. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I also think it's because a lot of people, because they've used it as a cop out so many times, yeah. they also, 
it like makes people feel guilty when you're like, no, I don't want this friendship anymore. Cause like, oh, well, my life is tough. So like, yeah. let me not blame them. Yeah. Let me just pity them. And let me just come back to this friendship. Yeah. And you sort of like forget all the Bad ways thing, you yeah. felt. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, there's also like guilt with you not receiving that friendship. Cause people could be like, oh, that person was going through X, Y, Z. Why can't she just, why are you so stubborn? Because yeah. yeah. And so I feel like a lot of times where I've given second chances is almost from that feeling of like, you know, this person did this because they were going through this. How can you leave them in such a tough time? Even when I have been hurt mm. in situation and it's okay for me to empathize with you, but also say peace out. <laughs> me too. I'm coming back from a lot. I'm coming from a lot. <laughs> you too be going through your lot. You me, I'm coming from a lot. And so that's, I feel like one of the reasons why I give second chances. And the last ec- excuse I have it's just sometimes human beings, we just love blindly. Love is blind. It's really sometimes... It's not blind. He's no. giving cataracts. He's giving glaucoma. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's giving glaucoma. He's giving you can't see. No. He's giving you need prescription. I can't see. I will go forbid. Yeah. I mean, and I'm I trying see. to reject that for my life Sorry. because <laughs> my love cannot be blind. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just love people blindly and you like you have soft spots for people and so you yeah. give them multiple chances. Oh yeah. Um but in my journey of reconciliation after all those rambling <laughs> that love I just the rambling. rambled. Um in my journey of reconciliation, so those are the reasons why I've given a second chance. Mm-hmm. Um but other factors that led up to actual makeups where it was actually a successful reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Um one, a conversation had to be initiated. Yeah. And initiating a conversation had to include letting go of pride. Mm. Because a lot of situations, and especially in the la- end of our last friendship um, episode I talked about, there's a current friendship that we're currently back in contact. Yeah. And that required me even feeling in my heart, reaching out and saying, hey, do you want to talk about this? <sighs> Deep sigh. It really deserves the sigh because yeah, it takes a lot of mm-hmm. letting go of pride because you feel like you are the one that hurts me. Why am I the one messaging Jiggit. you about this? Um, <laughs> so a conversation has always had to be had. Yeah. Um, and also accepting responsibility for how I contributed to the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but also not taking responsibility for other people's actions. Yep. Um, and that's really hard. Yeah. Just wanted to acknowledge that. <laughs> it's really hard. Um, another thing that has helped in reconciliation is gauging if you have room for true forgiveness. Because I don't think it's beneficial to both parties if you're going to embark on a journey of reconciliation and then now you guys are friends every day, but every time you see their face, you're upset. <laughs> you because you have to have room for true forgiveness. Like yeah. letting go of anger or yeah. resentment and everything. And sometimes, if you know you can't do that... Better just don't have Don't embark on the journey. <laughs> don't go on treacherous roads. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of like people who've had um, just partners who cheated. Mm. And they take them back. Like... We have a lot That's of a different stories. conversation because Jesus. we have so much patience for romantic relationships. For man, <laughs> hey, but not just like in a heterosexual um, relationship, but like we have so much tolerance for, for romantic our romantic partners. But when it comes to friendships, just cut them off. Cut them off. So I can't just have other friends I can make. So oh, you yeah. also have to gauge if you have true, um, like room for true forgiveness because. 
I don't think good, healthy relationships will be able to be built if you can't. And that's the thing I struggle with the most because I'm always giving people side eye. <laughs> even when, <laughs> even when now we are friends again, if let's say you do something dodgy, I'm like, hmm, like, don't they start hmm. again? <laughs> <laughs> like triggered. So, okay. This is like, I don't think it's off topic, but then would you say you were healed or like, would you say in order to get true forgiveness, you also have to sort of go through true healing? Yes, you do have to go through because you have to completely let go of the anger yeah, and resentment. I release. Like you can't continue to carry it. And this is why people have issues where they um, make up and this thing. And then five years from now, you're having an argument here. Like, remember when you... 10 years ago when you told me that I was about... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, then you haven't truly forgiven that, yeah. that action. So, find, um, like, really gauging if, I'm, if I have room for true for, um, forgiveness. Um, also checking if there's evidence of love still there mm-hmm. and no malicious intent. Yeah. Um, and also gauging if both parties are willing to put in the work. Oh, because now we yeah. have broken this thing down. It's going to take a long time to rebuild. Like you said, for your friendship, it took almost the same amount of time. You're yeah. not talking six to a year. Mm-hmm. If you are, if I'm having to pull the work by myself, I don't want this anymore. I don't, yeah, I don't want it. Now, don't get me wrong. Maybe somebody was the cause of it. Mm-hmm. But let's say, um, let's say someone hurt me and now I'm choosing that I want to forgive them. Mm-hmm. When I say people are willing to put in the work, not only does the person who harmed me have to put in work, I also have to put in work yeah. because then it's not fair to give someone a chance and then be holding food in front yeah. of their eyes like you're dangling it and yeah. teasing them because you have to put in the work to now show up with an open heart yeah. to continue to show up and, with, trust them. and trusting them. And so that's all that goes into that. Um, and it's a very hard journey. It takes a lot of humility, patience, letting go of your pride. Um, it requires setting new boundaries, setting new expectations, and being vocal about what those new expectations are. Oh, my gosh. Um, this is tough. <laughs> <laughs> tough thing. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, we used to be like this. We're no, no longer like, like this. And what is not the new normal for us? What's the new normal? That's such a COVID pre- <laughs> post-pandemic world. Yeah, what's not the new normal for us? Like, oh, before when things exciting happened in my life, you used to be the first person I call. Yeah. And I know I've told you that I'm working into this process of reconciliation and forgiving mm-hmm. you. But forgive me if I'm not, you're not the first call on my list anymore. Yeah. Doesn't mean that I still don't want to build it back there, but that's not where we are right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember I told you I had to have a conversation with a friend where she was like, oh, so what is the um, new normal for me? And I'm like, you're no longer that friend that can just call me on FaceTime anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. I don't have, especially knowing me, Moyo, you know how much energy it takes for me to talk to people. Yeah, It really stresses <laughs> me out. <laughs> like, thinking about it is yeah. making me emotional. It really stresses me out. Talking on the phone, talking on FaceTime, blah, 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 blah. But, and I, my friends and family know I hate it, but I do it because it's important for our relationships. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. But now that we're no longer there, I'm not willing to make that sacrifice anymore for you. If I want to be in my home, in my peace, yeah. and you're not calling me for an emergency, sorry, I'm not picking up. <laughs> Text me. We're no longer in that space. And that's yeah. the boundary that I've created for myself because me picking up the phone on the normal is me making a sacrifice yeah. for how anxious I feel of just 
even having to have conversations with people. I can't do that for you anymore, and that's the new normal. And maybe we'll get back there where you're the type of person that I want to make that sacrifice for. But we're not there. That's the new normal. So setting new boundaries and new expectations, um, understanding that things might also never be back to the way it was. Um, and I think also, that, yeah, sorry. I think that's, like, pretty sad. Yeah. Just because, like, when I think of reconciliation, I, I don't know, I just make... With my experience with the church and Christian faith, I just think of Jesus and reconciling his people back to himself and all of that. And I think, especially because I believe in the Christian faith, that's what I need to aspire to be like. Try Jesus. Don't try me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. All I'm... Me saying that I'm never going to be able to go back to the same place and everything, I'm not saying that how I deal with this is the standard. Oh, yeah. Um, because I do believe that, especially not just in even Christian faith, a lot of people, when they be um, in the religious faith, believe in f- forgive and forget. Mm. And I think that is a good thing to embody as a human being. Though me, I don't think it's good to forgive and forget. I think it's good to forgive, but don't forget. Shall because <laughs> sorry, because ah, as a human being, that's really tough for for me to do. And yeah, not honesty, brain, I have... and I don't know if I'm ever gonna get there. And I don't even know if that's something I desire, but um, yeah, it's just it's just the way it is right now. Um, and then I think the last thing is when I have not been open to a second chance, it's usually just because I was too there's too much hurt. Mm. I I can't move forward from here. So. Um, after reflecting on the entire situation, I'm like, there's no clear path. Yeah. in how we can fix this. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even want to embark on it in the first place if I don't know how it, it, it is. Um, and that process is very difficult because then you have to go through this healing process alone. Of how you want to forgive this person without yeah. having them in your life. Without anymore, having them in your life. Or having any conversation. And that can feel very isolating because it's like... Yeah. You also, if you're cutting them out of your life, you don't have the luxury of asking them what went wrong, why was this. You don't mm-hmm. have the luxury of that. You have to be able to go on that forgiveness journey without by knowing yourself. the why, knowing the when, knowing the That's anything. That's like, peace. <laughs> Hashtag healing TikTok. Yeah, eternal peace. <laughs> eternal. Eternal peace. But yeah. But yeah, like it's very, I'm just saying, it also comes with a lot of reflection. Um, it also comes with reframing my experiences and trying not to reframing that experience and trying not to let it affect my future relationships because yeah. now I don't get this quote unquote closure. Mm-hmm. And so I am responsible to make sure that I heal properly from this yeah. and not carry it on to other people. Which is so like messed up because I did not cause the pain by yeah. myself. I didn't flick this pain on me. Yeah. Um, and also having good support system like friends and family and everything which is why we push for friendships and like community all the time because i just don't understand when people don't have like a support system for them to let all these things out too like and i'm not saying this can be like your family members this can be i don't know whoever you talk to but like having someone to talk to and i get that not everyone have has like friends but Mm -hmm. yeah i just i'm very i just feel very appreciative of my friends that's all sorry yeah and and all these complex things that we mentioned, and I know I've given a lot of like side eyes and shade. I do think <laughs> though, I do think though that some friendships are worth it. They're worth the second chance. They're worth p- 
putting the same energy that you would do to make romantic relationship works mm. and work. And if you have that second chance, or if you're willing to give that second chance, please give it. If it's gonna be a healthy path, it might not be a smooth sailing journey, yeah. but. I also don't think you should just be very easy to let go of good friendships yeah. just because of some situations that have mm-hmm. happened. Um, so still be open to giving second chances. Just Within do it with sense. Yep. I was going to say that. With sense. Okay. So to conclude this episode, um, could you share your biggest lesson in all of the experience so far um, when it comes to makeups and um, letting go, reconciliation, forgiveness, and if someone, if someone's listening and they're like, I messed up and I want to initiate a friendship makeup, what advice would you give them? My lessons and what advice I would give someone who is embarking on the journey mm-hmm. of reconciliation. It's a little cliche, <laughs> but Tell time it. does heal wounds. Blech. Moya, I'll punch you. <laughs> Ew. Time does heal wounds. Therapy. <laughs> therapy. I know y'all are tired of hearing it. Bro, I'm tired of therapy. Therapy provides you with coping skills on how to deal with hurts. But, oh. although. Oh, wow. Nevertheless. However. <laughs> however. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some scars that you're going to carry with you for a while. Forever. And I think that coming into, (laughs) I'm sorry. I think that coming into, um, like just realizing that the entire journey of reconciliation, forgiveness, making up or not even making up, but just healing Mm -hmm. from friendship breakup, breakup in in general takes time. Yeah, it does. And sometimes that time will produce a wonderful like relationship in the future mm-hmm. but at the same time it might not and you might have some deep scars that you might have to carry for a while and which is why like i said you need other like mechanisms so like therapy and support systems and family and all those stuff yeah. to help and um, friends to help deal with or like religious communities, whatever community is for you, yeah. um, you're going to definitely need that. Another advice that I give people, although I'm saying all this, <laughs> give the same energy that you give to romantic relationships. Yes. You can't be half-assing your friendships. Yeah, come on now. Every day you are saying new year, new me, I cut off these people. New Sometimes friends. it's not cute that every year you're cutting off people. Your friend has never done it. You have already written the entire alphabet and have closed the envelope and thrown it into the sea. When that same man, that same woman, has been doing something to you over and over and he said, over. babes, I can let it go. It's fine. <laughs> Give the same grace yeah. to your friendships. Mm-hmm. If there's room for reconciliation, please um, take the opportunity. Um, this does not... Obviously, with this discretion. Does, with discretion. <laughs> and this does not um, pertain to people who have like hurt you deeply, abuse, mm-hmm. all those things. But if, if it's a slight indifference, yeah. and if it's something that's fixable, please put in the work to 
fix it. You don't have to just be cutting people all the time. Um, let go of pride. Sometimes you're going to be the one that has to make that first move. Yeah. That messed up like me. And I didn't make And me. even sometimes when you didn't mess up. True. If you're looking forward to a reconciliation and this is a friendship that you think it's worth it and you think this person has done something um, but you feel like you have room to make this wor- work. Um, I'm not saying call the person and apologize. Yeah. Because you don't have anything to be apologizing for. But I'm saying initiate conversations. Because especially with someone who struggles with um, like social anxiety and stuff like that, some people don't have the power to do it. Yeah. And if you can bring up that power, do it. And whatever road it goes down, maybe you will initiate the conversation and you're like, actually, I don't want this. I don't want this. But you will not know that unless you initiate that conversation. So let go of pride, initiate conversations. And in the end, when you've initiated that conversation, those that are um, worth it, you put in the work. Those that are not worth it, they're not um, (laughs) open to changing. Yeah. They are not open to taking accountability for their actions. They are not open to putting in the work that it takes to build a healthy friendship and relationship. Um, they are not open to acknowledging the hurt that's come from this. Pack up your things and go. Pack up your things and go, 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 go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Pack up your things and go. Wrap it up. Yeah. And ship it out. Yeah. I was going to um, think I that song. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's um, Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's it for me. What what about you, Moyo? I think you said like everything I wanted to say. I echo everything that you said. Um, I'll continue to use this advice my mom used to tell me. She's like, Moyo, believe people for who they show you to be, not what you want them to be. So please, if you're watching Love is Blind, I know Marshall and Jackie right now. Marshall was like, Jackie, I see you as a project that I could fix. And that was like, whoa. My mother would have told me, look at what she's doing to you. Look at what he's, look at what they're doing, you know. Um, don't try to change anyone. If you've seen actions, repeated actions, and like, because I really think reconciliation is when um, someone is willing to change their actions mm. towards you. And once they're willing to let you go, like if those two things are not included, I don't think true forgiveness and like makeup can be made. Mm. I think the friendship would still be very... Um, shaky and there would be friction um, but yeah I think continue to just believe people based off of what they do and I think if you want to initiate a friendship breakup I, or makeup <laughs> um, Maya is like I'm still on the breakup story please let's be breaking up people. no 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 if uh-huh. you're still looking to initiate a friendship makeup I really think being especially if you've been the one that's like dropped the ball be humble and don't try to be defensive about it. Like, if there are things that you think the other part, party um, also did to, you know, cause the breakup, acknowledge it. But I think if you've done more harm in the breakup, I think you should be... You shouldn't try to shift blame mm. to anyone or to any situation. Or, like, a third party saying, oh, like, it's because X, Y, Z. Like, take responsibility for your actions and be open to the other person saying no mm-hmm. and figure out how you can also heal from that um, or just forgive yourself as well. Like if the person's like, I actually don't think there's any point in keeping you in my life, that is very hurtful. But 
you have to come to the conclusion of like, okay, this person doesn't want me because of what I've done. So I need to figure out how I don't repeat the, you know, the mm-hmm. same actions. But you know what? <laughs> That's really about reconciliation is hard. I think I say all of this and putting in these things into action is very difficult. So I don't want to just ignore that. Mm-hmm. But we've come to the end of the episode. It was a good one. I really enjoyed it. And friendship is worth it. Although we can experience like different hurts and stuff like that. um, Some friendships are worth it. And they are. um, They are worth the same grace, reconciliation, forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you can and you have the room to and it's healthy, please make up with your friends, guys. Yeah. Make up with your friends. Much love. But yeah, so with the end of the episode, where can you find us? So you can find us, as always, like I said, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Please check it out. Check us out. Not only that, but follow and subscribe. Yes. Um, follow us on IG at PisnaPodcast.tm. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to share the episode. Yes. Don't forget to leave a review. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate it. On Spotify, we actually do polls. Yes. So we do polls. They're usually up for about a week after. Yeah, a week and like two weeks sometimes. Yeah, a week after or a week, um, a couple days after it's released. So please, if you can, that's also a way for us to engage with you and know what you think about the episode. So please mm-hmm. go check out those polls if you're on Spotify. And if you're an Apple girly we, or if you're Apple people, we don't have polls for you, but... Oh, you can leave a review. You can leave a review. Leave, Give us some um, constructive feedback. Um, yeah. Yeah, positive feedback, whatever it is. Yeah, and don't forget to share the episode, which is really important with people, mm-hmm. especially with your own friends, so they can mm-hmm. listen to this conversation. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Okay, everyone. We will see you in the next episode. Love and, and light. Peace out. Bye.